Welcome to the Natural Super Kids Podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. So nice to have you back. Um, And today we're continuing with the topic of immunity and winter infections, but diving into a specific nutrient that is really important in these areas and in so many other areas of our kids' health, and that is vitamin D. So vitamin D was once just thought of as a nutrient for bone health. It works with calcium to maintain bone mineralization. But, you know, more recent research has uncovered that vitamin D is so much more than just a bone nutrient. Vitamin D is now classified by many experts as a pre-hormone as it has many hormone-like effects throughout the body. So it's even so much more than just a nutrient. So the main way that our bodies access vitamin D is through sunlight. The skin synthesizes vitamin D when exposed to UVB rays. But unfortunately, low vitamin D levels are increasingly common in kids and in adults, even in sunny countries like here in Australia. So why is that? Well, there's a few reasons that Vitamin D deficiency is so common. And personally, last, I think it was last winter, I went and had a blood test. I I try to get blood tests once every 12 to 18 months to test things like vitamin D and thyroid um, and my iron levels and B12. So just get sort of an overall picture of how my body is going um, based on my blood test results. And I got vitamin D tested and I was very surprised at how low my vitamin D was, even though I know all of this stuff. I do live in South Australia, um, which, you know, we we get quite cold, you know, we're, we're a cold, cold climate during the, during the winter. Um, and also I spend a lot of time inside on my computer, uh, you know, the nature of my job. But I know that I am, I am, you know, getting outside even in the winter at least once a day. But now this winter, I'm making even more of an effort. Like I do my workouts outside. I go for a walk at the end of the day, but it is really common to, um, to have vitamin D deficiency, even if you feel like you're you're doing a lot of the right things. So there's there's a few reasons that vitamin D uh, deficiency is so common. One of them is our modern lifestyle. We're just spending more time inside and less time playing outside or playing outside, you know, kids um, or spending less time outside as adults. So this is reducing that UVB exposure. um, And so we're just not producing sufficient levels of vitamin D. And 
Another factor is increased awareness of sun safety. So, of course, it's important to be cautious of sun damage and skin cancer. Um, and I personally, again, have a family history of, of like basal cell carcinoma, skin cancers. My dad, I've already had a couple of cut out. I wasn't very smart when it came to sun safety when I was younger, you know, spent a lot of hours on the beach in my bikini when I was in my late teens and 20s, soaking up those rays, getting the tan, um, and I'm definitely paying for it now. So there's this fine balance between sun safety and uh, sufficient vitamin D as well. Um, using sunscreen and covering up all of the time does significantly reduce our exposure to those UVB rays and hence vitamin D levels within our bodies. So it, it's that fine balance that can be quite tricky. Um, and there are things that can affect our vitamin D levels as well, the way that we synthesize and metabolize vitamin D. So some of those factors include skin pigment. So darker skin requires more sun than lighter skin to produce the same amount of vitamin D. Um, our weight can affect our vitamin D metabolism as well. So being overweight and being obese affects circulating levels of vitamin D. Uh, the season that we're in, of course, like the sun is not as strong in the winter in most places. Daylight hours are shorter and we tend to spend more time indoors, particularly if we if we live in in kind of colder areas. So we're going to naturally get more vitamin D in the summer than we are in the winter. So particularly through those winter months, we need to be careful and cautious about vitamin D. And the location we live affects the amount of vitamin D. Um, as well. So the areas that are closer to the equator get more UVB rays year round, but areas that are further away from the equator will experience little or no UVB exposure during the winter months. So all of these factors can affect how easy it is for us to maintain good levels of vitamin D. Like, so for example, a, a fair skinned child who lives in Queensland and plays outside a lot is more likely to have sufficient vitamin D than, say, a darker skinned child that lives down here in Adelaide um, who doesn't spend much time outdoors. That, that particular child would be at a higher risk of vitamin D deficiency, particularly over the winter months. So there's lots of factors we do need to consider here. Let's talk now about the importance of vitamin D when it comes to children's health. So immunity is a huge one. And of course, we've been talking all about immunity and infections over the last few weeks in the podcast. So vitamin D is essential for the immune system in a number of ways. It's required for innate or general immunity. And this is the first line of defense that protects us from microbes like viruses, bacterias. Um, and innate immunity requires vitamin D to function well. And you may remember me talking previously on the podcast that our kids are 
dependent on that innate side of their immune system because their acquired immunity is still building up. Um, So one study showed that newborns with low vitamin D levels are more likely to have ear infections or respiratory infections in their first three months. The vitamin D levels of these newborns depended on mum's levels during pregnancy. And this is one of the reasons that it's so important to maintain good levels of vitamin D throughout pregnancy. You know, we know that when mums are deficient in vitamin D, the babies that are bo- the, the babies will be deficient as well. And then they'll be more likely to pick up infections. They'll be more likely to need to need to take or be given antibiotics. And so that kind of, you know, that that negative immune cycle starts really early on simply because mum was deficient in vitamin D um, through her pregnancy. Like So no no guilt trips here, but it's really important to get vitamin D levels tested um, you know, preferably prior to getting pregnant in that preconception phase, but certainly throughout pregnancy, you want to be keeping an eye on vitamin D levels and and taking some vitamin D supplementation. Um, most pregnant women will benefit from that. So back to vitamin D and the immune system. Another study showed that kids who had vitamin D supplements through winter had a 58% reduced risk of contracting the flu. So if your child is frequently sick over winter, it might be a good idea to look at vitamin D supplementation. Another way that vitamin D can support the immune system is by supporting a healthy, diverse microbiome. So gut health is essential for a balanced immune system, particularly for children. And um, there's there's been studies to show that vitamin D can alter the gut flora and increase the diversity within our microbiome. So vitamin D is good directly for our immune system, but it also improves that microbiome diversity, which not only is good for our immune system, but it's also great uh, as a protective effect against things like allergies and eczema, which I want to talk about now. So as well as being important in the the strength um, of our immune system, System. Vitamin D is also really important in regulating the immune system. So a child's immune system is, is sort of a little bit all over the place. It's still trying to find the balance and learn what should I be reacting to? You know, what should I be fighting against and what should I be just leaving alone? And this is why children are more likely to experience things like allergies and eczema and asthma. Those are topic conditions because the immune system hasn't quite figured out what it should react to and what it shouldn't react to. And if it's overreactive, it can lead to things like allergies, asthma, and eczema. So vitamin D can not only protect and prevent these conditions, but it is also beneficial in treating them. And I know it's one of the first things that I am looking at, considering um, prescribing supplements uh, with when it comes to eczema, allergies, asthma. You know, vitamin D is really supportive for these kinds of conditions. So in asthma, supplementing with vitamin D can reduce the rate of asthma attacks 
and reduce the need for hospitalisation. And when it comes to eczema, um, particularly eczema that, that worsens in winter, um, vitamin D it can be really beneficial. And I've got some links to some of the research um, that I'm sort of getting this information from in a blog post called The Importance of Vitamin D for Children. So I'll make sure I link to this blog post uh, in the show notes so you can go through and, you know, have a closer look at some of the information and the research that I'm sharing here. So food allergies are a common issue for many children. You know, food allergies are, are a big problem for kids in Australia and most of the Western world. And one Australian study found that children who were vitamin D deficient were three times more likely to have a food allergy and 10 times more likely to have multiple food allergies. Vitamin D is so important when it comes to protection, prevention, um, and also supporting kids with allergies. So it is important to note that all of these conditions, the allergies, the eczema, the, the asthma, they all have multiple contributing factor. Vitamin D is not the only thing we need to be thinking about, but it is a really important piece of the puzzle in kids that are struggling with these kind of issues. Okay, let's move on to the brain, the developing brain. Vitamin D is super important. Um, so neurodevelopmental conditions such as ASD, ADHD, sensory processing disorder, they're all on the rise. And it used to be that, you know, one or two kids in every school had a neurodevelopmental diagnosis. And now it's one or two in every classroom, if not more. The exact role of vitamin D in these conditions is still, you know, it's it's still not certain. It's still, we still need more research in this area, but it is certainly a nutrient you should be considering. If, you, if you're a parent with a child that has been diagnosed ASD, ADHD, um, Supplementing with vitamin D can improve symptoms in both ADHD and ASD. And mothers who have children with that are diagnosed with autism are less likely to have another child with autism if they supplement with vitamin D throughout pregnancy. Now, this is, um, you know, th there's more research that needs to be done in this area, but I have a link to the article that talks about this. So if a mother has a child that has an ASD diagnosis, they're less likely to have another child with an ASD diagnosis if they supplement with vitamin D during pregnancy. So this tells us that vitamin D has a protective effect on the neurological system, on the brain. Um, vitamin D is also really important when it comes to mental health. So deficiency of vitamin D is linked to high levels of inflammation, neuroinflammation particularly. And much of the research in this area suggests that vitamin D plays a critical role in conditions such as depression and anxiety. So to optimize the development and the growth of our, of our children's brain, their nervous system, and also their mental health, we want to be thinking about vitamin D. 
So how do we know if our kids have got adequate levels of vitamin D? Well, we the only way to know for sure is through a blood test. Um, I know blood tests are not always easy for when it comes to kids, but if you are getting a blood test for some other reason, I would always recommend to ask to get vitamin D tested at the same time. Um, and if you have any of the health issues that we've been talking about today, or if your child's got really poor immunity, um, then you might want to get them tested so you can really see what their levels are. And then you can base, you know, any sort of um, supplementation on the levels that they that they have. So it's important to, to to look at vitamin D levels and a lot of kids will need supplementation. As always, I do recommend working with a practitioner if you're, you know, if you're unsure about this um, and to get a really good idea of what dose is going to be best for your child. But let's look at some ways that we can boost vitamin D levels given all of these benefits to our kids' health when it comes to vitamin D. Um, so how can we boost children's vitamin D levels safely and effectively? Number one is we can get some vitamin D through diet. It's not found in many foods, but you can add small amounts of vitamin D into the diet by including foods like oily fish, eggs, butter, um, and and liver, uh, not the not the typical foods that kids will eat a lot of, but these are food sources of vitamin D. Some foods are fortified with vitamin D, but the quality of that added vitamin D can vary. So I don't don't recommend that as the as the main source of vitamin D. As we've talked about, we can get you know the main source of vitamin D is through sun exposure, and we need to have that balanced approach to being sun smart. So it's important to expose our kids to midday sun in the winter, particularly as the, as that is when the UVB rays are at their strongest. So the ideal exposure time really depends on your location and your climate, but a really good general goal is to aim for 30 to 60 minutes um, during the colder months of, of sun exposure, preferably in those midday sort of hours. But in summer, you know, when it's really hot, uh, five to 10 minutes may be all you need, uh, particularly on hotter days. But in the winter, we want to make sure there's skin exposed. So rolling up sleeves, taking shoes off. Um, and my recommendation when it comes to, to sunscreen, again, a good general recommendation, if, if the UV rating is below three, then you might want to reconsider sunscreen. I certainly do. Um, and that's what we sort of go off of. My son's out on his bike <laughs> constantly and he will check, you know, the UV rating and um, the UV index. If it's under three, he knows he doesn't need to wear sunscreen. If it's over three, he does. So that's a really good kind of measurable way that you can figure out, do we need sunscreen or don't we today? And then, of course, you can get vitamin D through supplementation. So, um, you know, vitamin D su supplements can be really helpful for kids with some with with any of the health concerns we've talked about, but also those who live in colder climates. So, when you're supplementing, it's important to find a high quality D3 supplement that is stable. So supplements that contain vitamin D2 are far less effective for boosting vitamin D levels compared to D3. 
Dosage will vary a lot, but as a general rule, four to 500 IU per day is a good therapeutic dose for kids between five and 12 years old. For a healthy child, a good quality multivitamin that contains some vitamin D may be enough. And vitamin D is quite easy to supplement. You can get spray forms, liquid forms, tiny little capsules that they can chew. Um, So it's pretty easy to get it into kids. You don't want to go overboard, though. It is a fat soluble nutrient, which means that the body can't easily excrete it when there's too much. So If you think that high doses of vitamin D might be needed for your child, make sure you work with a qualified practitioner to find the right dose. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about the amazing nutrient that is vitamin D. And next week, I'm going to be talking about zinc. So stay tuned for that one. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week.